Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 183 of the Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking all things grip strength, including how your neck and shoulder pain are related and why improving grip strength will help strengthen your shoulders and the rest of your body. Because when was the last time you thought specifically about grip strength? You were like, you know what? I need to improve the strength of my hands. And this is like beyond those little spring-loaded squeezy things or the rubber bands you put on your fingers and you try to like do jazz hands. Because if you haven't given grip strength much thought, you may have experienced some common issues like almost passing out from trying to open a sealed jar. That is literally the worst. (laughs) Or trying to hang from something and your grip giving out. Anybody else remember the uh, flexed arm hang from elementary school on the playground? It was awful. Or you picked up something heavy and you had to put it down, not because you weren't strong enough to pick it up, but because you just couldn't hold on to it. Your grip can actually limit your ability to build strength in your shoulders and your core. So if you've been trying to build your upper body strength or you've been struggling with neck and shoulder pain that isn't responding to anything else, well, then maybe it's time to take a look at your grip. Because grip strength isn't just about crushing or ripping up weird stuff to be in the Guinness Book of World Records on arm wrestling. I remember seeing someone on social media, this is probably like five or more years ago, who made it their mission to like keep tearing larger and larger objects. And like, I don't remember exactly why. It was really badass, I am gonna say. And she was teaching people how to do the same thing. Like she could tear a whole book just like in half. It was amazing. Um, So that's not what we're talking about here, (laughs) right? What we're talking about is improving grip strength to improve the health of your entire upper body and build upper body strength. And here's the thing about grip strength. It's not just in your hand because your gripping muscles are in your forearm. And we talked a lot about this last week as well when we talked about elbow pain uh, because grip strength and elbow pain are so closely related. So on the underside of your forearm, this is where your flexors are, your grippers, your grabbers, things like your flexor digitorum superficialis which simply means it's the muscle that flexes the fingers, digitorum, and it's the most top level, the superficial, um, or the flexor digitorum profundus, or the flexor pollicis longus, pollicis being your thumb. Again, anatomy is just describing what and where these muscles are. But most of the flexors involved in grip strength start around the elbow and the upper portions of your forearm bones, and then come all the way down into your hand, into your thumbs or fingers and connecting there. And grip strength, and the reason why we're talking about it is because it's used as an indicator for overall health, especially for older people. And if you think of functional movement as well, your ability to pick things up, to open jars, to open doors is going to impact your ability to live independently. My husband and I have this running joke because like whenever he's home, like, can you open this jar for me? And it's not that like I can't open it. It's just 
he's there so he could open it. <laughs> but also I have small hands. I am a petite person. I am five one. If the jar is huge, it takes a lot of effort for my tiny little hand to be able to get it open. But enough about me and my troubles opening jars. <laughs> Because a lot of the studies I encountered in researching this episode were related to grip strength as an indicator for overall health. Because grip strength is connected to what's happening upstream in the shoulder and the neck. One study looked at people who had shoulder impingement and found that grip strength on the side with impingement was greatly affected compared to the other side. But the good news is that shoulder stability exercises not only improved grip strength, but also helped with the shoulder impingement. So again, they are connected, they are one and the same, and what's happening in your grip is happening in your shoulders, and as you are improving shoulder stability and neck and posture, grip strength is another piece of the puzzle. Now, here's a fun study. This is just like an LOL. In the International Journal of Industrial Ergonomics, they were looking at grip strength and factors that affected grip strength, and apparently visual feedback and verbal encouragement can increase grip strength. So if you need somebody to like cheer you on, just let them know, like studies have shown that this helps. So I need you to be my cheer squad while I open this jar. And I think I might ask Anthony to cheer me on <laughs> the next time I got to open the jar of pickles. Just, just, just a few cheers, babe. Just like, like some clapping, just a whoop, whoop, whoop. Like that's all I need. Ay, ay, ay. Well, why does this matter? Because a stronger grip not only enables you to hold on to more weight for longer, right? A longer trip across the parking lot with your groceries without worrying about it, but it also helps to improve the strength of your entire upper body. It's sort of like being super focused on strengthening your hips and your quads and then not paying any attention to your feet. You are a system of interconnected systems. And so if we're looking to improve the health and stability of your entire body, we have to consider it from all angles. And this is something I share like every time I make a video, it's yes, here's the thing you can do for this problem, but also it works best with a full body mobility routine because of this interconnected system of systems. And like I said at the top of today's show, if you have neck or shoulder pain that you just can't quite figure out, working on grip strength is an important place to focus to get you out of that injury loop and on your way to pain-free. And so if improving strength is important to you, if you want to be able to open doors and carry groceries and carry your, your just heavy stuff from Costco and again, open jars, then you should be paying attention to what's happening with your grip strength. I think I've told you this story before, but it's just like, it's really coming in strong as a memory right now of when I bought a new battery for my car, I bought it online and then I went to pick it up and the people in the store were like, do you, do you want us to help you out to your car? I was like, no, no, I got this. Like, do you want to take the, the, you know, the dolly? I was like, no, no, I got this. It was so heavy. That was a, a poor choice, but I was grateful for my grip strength because I was able to get it at least halfway across the parking lot and then I set it down because of course I parked as far away as possible because I'm just annoying like that. Uh, and then I was able to pick it back up and get there. And I felt accomplished as heck when I got there and I would not have been able to do it without grip strength. And this is not to say that you should carry your heavy ass battery all the way across the parking lot. But honestly, for me, strength is having the choice to say, I'm going to carry this thing or not. I'm going to open this jar or not. That doesn't mean I don't ask for help. 
I definitely do. But being able to not rely on that help in the case that somebody's not available or I'm by myself or something like that, like to me, that's what building strength is about. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. So if you are like, I'm in it. Let's do this. Let's build our grip strength. Here are a few ways to get started. Carries. And this is carrying stuff, whether again, you're in the gym or you're just carrying your groceries or that heavy ass battery across the O'Reilly's parking lot. There's suitcase carries, farmer's carries, overhead carries, Uh, just carry weight and walk around and you'll be good to go. Uh, Episode 149, check that one out too. If this is something that you're like, huh, this sounds interesting. I talk more about using these practices to help strengthen your shoulder and your rotator cuff and that interconnectedness. So if this is up your alley, go listen to episode 149. Um, And then also hanging, which I mentioned last week as well for elbow health. Hanging is so critical to our just like body maintenance and with all the devices that are getting lighter and smaller, um, the repetitive motions that we do. Also, like, I don't flip light switches in my living room. I have it all connected to smart sockets and things like that. So I'm using my hands and arms even less. Building your strength intentionally through something like hanging can be really, really helpful. So I'll link into the show notes today um, for one of my favorite hanging videos over on YouTube, and you can get that at aewellness.com slash podcast. In addition to strength, you should also be learning to isolate and control the movements of your wrist. So this means when you're doing like pressing things overhead or swings with a kettlebell, that your wrist is stabilized and in line with the rest of your body. So sort of like strengthening for any area when I work with any client, it's can I move it? Can I isolate it? Can I stabilize it? Those aren't all the same thing. And the same thing goes for your wrists. Of course, your weightlifting and any lifting that you're doing in general typically improves grip, uh, but deadlifting with very heavy weight can really, really, really challenge it. Um, And then also work on your finger strength. Again, we do a lot of repetitive motions. What can you do that is not repetitive? Maybe it's playing with rubber bands or fidgeting with something that has a little bit of uh, resistance to it so that you can continue to work on hand and wrist strength. But if you're already like you're hearing these and you're like, Alex, all of this already hurts. I cannot do any of these. Then this is a great place to start with your mobility practice. 
Because mobility isn't just about doing things like squats and lunges, but working on the smaller, more refined movements so you can figure out where your current movement pattern is contributing to pain and improve your mechanics so you can move better overall. Sort of like taking apart a clock to get to its smaller parts, cleaning all those up so that when you put the thing back together, it runs even smoother than it did before. And obviously you're not a clock, uh, but we have to work on those movement building blocks first before we do the bigger movements. So work on picking up heavy stuff, doing it in good form, maybe hanging from your doorway or a pull-up bar. All of those things are gonna help you to improve your grip strength. And these are things that happen over time through the deliberate decision to build strength there. So yes, I can spend a lot of time walking around the gym carrying heavy stuff, but I could also consciously make an effort to use my hands more rather than relying on technology or things like that. I mean, even honestly in the kitchen, if you think of the difference between using a food processor or chopping it yourself, I can chop and that requires more effort and brain effort than dumping everything into the food processor and blending it up there. That's not to say I don't do it, but I typically, you know, offer the knife. It's like less dishes too. (laughs) But if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're not sure where to start with your grip strength, you're not sure where to start with your neck and shoulder, you're like, you know what? I have been trying to work on this neck and shoulder and it's not responding. I think I do need grip strength, but like, how do I incorporate that into everything I'm doing? That's exactly what I do. And that's exactly what I can help you with inside of a mobility assessment. So you can learn more about the mobility assessment. You can learn more about the videos and studies that I referenced today over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And I would love to know, what was your biggest aha moment from today? If you're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know I had to work on grip strength. Who knew? I get it. And I want to hear about it. So take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I'm at Hala Plus, if you have any questions about this episode or other episodes or questions that have yet to be answered, you can find me over on Instagram. Like I said, at Hala You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. Or you can leave a voicemail on the Body Nerd hotline with your question. That number is 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, all things podcast related, everything mentioned today lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. You can even leave the thing you learned that made you go, whoa, in a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this episode right now. I would super, super appreciate it. And I really thank you for taking the time to do that. It honestly does help the show. So thank you if you haven't done it. And it doesn't have to be like long and involved. Let me just also say that it could just be a quick little, a few, few words. That's fine too. If you haven't subscribed already, definitely do that so you don't miss any future episodes. And please share this episode with anyone who is struggling with neck and shoulder pain and is just looking for what is that next best step. So thank you for taking the time to do that. Thank you for being here. Here's to asking better questions, moving your phalanges more, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. 
And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.